0: Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you
1: have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find Sports Grids Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks
2: so much for listening.
1: All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Time Decisions. All right, level two. Get on the Grand Sports Grid. I am Renzi We're throwing it down here to Sports Grid uh, Studios. FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. Uh, we have a programming alert, though. We will not be on tomorrow. Uh, we will not be on uh, tomorrow. Um, the morning after we'll be on. Uh, there's uh, big, uh, big stuff going on uh, tomorrow. Of course, uh, we've got Scotty Farrell arriving uh, next week. I believe at some point in time uh, there'll be official announcement as far as the dates. There's going to be some uh, some changes uh, coming, uh, but uh, changes are part of the uh, changes are part of life, and uh, changes yes. are a part of this uh, this business. You know, i pretty much uh, I started out uh, on at midnight, all right, and I was very content being a night guy actually. I didn't mind, but I was on at midnight. Then I was on at seven o'clock. Out of all the times, Cam, (laughs) that I have started, 7 o'clock at night was, like, the worst one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, morning, I can do morning shows. For some reason, 7 o'clock was weird. Like, it just, it was bright out. It was a weird time. I came on after, like, an afternoon show that was really different than me. So I'd have people calling me. Why are you yelling? I'm stuck in traffic here. You're, you're making me stress. You're freaking <laughs> out. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'd be like, screw you. <laughs> like, I was getting into it, everyone. But uh, you, you name a time of the day. You name a yep. time of the day I've been on. Like, you know So, mornings, Every time. midnight, 7 I... o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 till 2. Midnight till 5 a.m., 11 to 5 a.m. We have tape shows at 1 in the afternoon, 2 in the afternoon, 10 in the morning. You freaking name it. So, I just sort of roll with it. And to be honest, Cam, I like the change every now and then because, you know, you and I never change things, right? Like I don't – I always say, you know, we'll keep doing it until they tell us not to, right? So you keep doing it, you keep doing it, but then you realize, man, I've done the same thing at the same time every day for the last four years. It's good to shake things up a little bit, and um, it's part of the natural progression, but nevertheless. So there's some great things coming up uh, with the network. Scotty Farrell's a lot of fun. He's going to bring a ton of uh, new listeners and viewers uh, to our platform. Uh, me and Scotty go way back, uh, as, as does Cam. Cam knows Scotty as well. So, uh, Pharrell's a great guy. We're happy to have him on board. There's going to be some big things. He's going to be broadcasting from here daily, all right? So, but, like, basically at, you know, 4 o'clock. So, we're not going to be on. Game time decisions, me and Cam yeah. will not be on. Um, pretty much, like, next week will be our last week of this format. Like, we're not gone. Just no. of this of this format. Yeah, Game Time Decision's been through a lot of formats. You know, it started it out with me, and then it started... Uh, Richard Garner was there. can uh, has yeah. been on. I did the show in Vegas. Game Time Decision started as sort of a... Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my own gaming show. And I started it on the, in, on the internet, basically. I'm on ncsports.com at the time. Yeah. And uh, the show was so good, we ended up selling it to MAP TV. And then, you know, it was on in Vegas, at so it's been through a lot, and it always survives, and it still will. Uh, but, uh, you know, the formats uh, change. Uh, Cam's got uh, stuff going on on the weekends uh, now. Saturday night, uh, Cam and Wetzel holding it down. Uh, we're going to have in-game live uh, still. Uh, we're going to be on 9 o'clock in-game live. So a lot lot of stuff uh, going on, and all that should be announced in the next uh, couple of days. All right, Lou Gamblu will step up in and
2: join us. It's okay Gabe, I don't mind seven o'clock, so I'll take one fifteen for you. I have a feeling that's gonna be my new time slider.
4: Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you
0: soon.
1: Right, game time decision continues. Get on the grid, sports grid. Taking a quick look uh, for the rec, we'll bring Lou in here in a second. Uh, Georgetown and Xavier tip off at six thirty. Me and Window yep. will are contemplating whether to pull the trigger on the Musketeers here tonight, laying four points. They've lost three games in a row. They are nine and three at home. Georgetown are a weird team in which they are. I don't know. They're either, they either they're win the game or height. they seem to get killed. Yeah, they they're get. Totally you notice know game like they get, they get they get they're massacred every third game. But then they beat yep. teams, too. Like, they're all over the place, it's this weird. team.
2: Yeah, Butler let us down last I, night. But a lot of good stuff uh, later on in the card. More winners than losers. So, yeah, I was just giving you the message, too, Gabe. Uh, I, I've noticed on some of the sites they're taking these games right off at 7 o'clock. Some of them, they don't offer the in game. So, if you give me an email at the 652... I'll do my best to put them all in because uh I've been oh, noticing thinking yeah yeah, yeah. For, yeah, a college off. stuff you know what I know, I'm saying I know, I know. yeah and give, always give me give me yeah, college props. first than the NBA okay, yeah cuz it takes a long time right so we'll get props get going. taken off
1: right props get taken off right, right at the uh right at the time too yeah even right. like an NBA game like the props <laughs> would be off at 7 even if the game tips off at 707 oh seven or something exactly all right let's bring Lou in uh right, right now <laughs> since we Uh-oh. we already hear him uh, Lou
0: Gambler, what's up, Lou? <laughs> Not too much, guys. It's You know, it's been a few weeks. I've missed you, and I'm happy to be sharing the screen and uh, back to talking fights in 2020.
1: All right, it's good, great to have you back, uh, Lou. Yeah, it's been a little while. It's been like, what, three, four weeks, actually. It was the holidays that you were off for yep. the last couple of weeks, so is everything all right? Uh, how you doing?
0: Everything's great. I spent the weekend in Vegas, I fought this flu for a couple of weeks, uh, you know, over late December, January, but uh, I'm back and ready to rock and roll.
1: All right, so let's uh, let's do it. We got the countdown to the Super Bowl right now. I'm just going to send Will over. All right, Will. Let's do it. You know what? No money line. We'll lay the points. It's all... I hate doing that, too, because if they win by three, I'm going to be pissed, but... Like me and Cam just stated. It's all or nothing with Georgetown. Like they're they're either gonna be in it or they're not. So uh we're taking we're taking Xavier. I like the over, but it's one forty seven, it's pretty high. Small little play on the Musketeers games at six thirty. So uh Lou, countdown of Super Bowl is on. We just had Mark Lawrence on and we we're talking about um, talking about the history of the Super Bowl. And you're an old school guy. So I think you'll like um, you know, the the numbers speak for themselves. And people Different sports are different. Actually, about defense wins championships. Not in every league it doesn't. Not in every, every like look at LSU. LSU didn't win the college football championship cam because of their defense. They won because Joe Burrow threw seven touchdown passes a game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like unreal. in certain some instances, you can overwhelm people with offense. But in football, in pro football, defense matters. I've always said offense can get you to the championship game. But you better have a defense once you get there that can make stops. Um, Because I guarantee you the other team will. So case in point, gentlemen, the team with the higher-ranked defense is 40-13 and straight up in the Super Bowl. 40-13, and higher-ranked defense. San Francisco has the number-one-ranked defense in the NFL. Kansas City have the 18th-ranked defense in the NFL. How about this? Teams that run. For more yards than the other team in the Super Bowl, are 40 and 12 in the Super Bowl. There was one push because we talked about it: the Patriots and the Falcons rushed for 104 <laughs> yards exact each. Uh, so there was nothing to take away from that. Uh, but it's amazing. It's so cliché about defense and running the football, but those are astronomical numbers: 40 and 13 and 40 and 12. Better defense and run the football. Well, the better defense is San Francisco. The better rushing team. Oh yeah, the number one rushing team in the NFL, San Francisco. San Francisco I have a lot going for them, Lou, but Patrick Mahomes is a special kid and a special player. Great Super Bowl.
0: I, I totally agree. And and that's really what I was going to that was going to be my only rebuttal to your stats right there. I would say that the NFL in the last seven years has really morphed into a different game than what it was. So I would ask you to take those statistics from, you know, 35 Super Bowls or however many it's been and knock them down to seven. The numbers would still be one sided. Uh, But this Mahomes is special. That Kansas City offense is special. They want to win it for Reed. You know, there's a lot of intangibles. Uh, Shanahan has his dad helping him as a mentor. How do you get better than a a dad that's won a couple Super Bowls himself to help you uh, handicap uh, your opponent? So in many ways and levels, this is going to be an outstanding game. Uh, at the end of the day, the traditional Lou says San Fran, but the uh, Lou that wants to believe that the NFL is a new game in the last seven years feels that Mahomes and Andy Reid are destined. What's the correct answer? But, I don't know because really my NFL season ends after the championship games, guys.
1: Last year, last year, uh, last year, New England Patriots better defense than the Rams won. Year before. So, it's not just like it's it's this year. It's like modern stuff, Lou. Last year, Patriots had a better defense than the Rams. Patriots won. Year before, the Eagles had a higher-ranked defense than the Patriots did. The Eagles won. Year before that, the Patriots had a higher-ranked defense than the Falcons. They won. Uh, we know Carolina was the best offense in the NFL against the Denver Broncos. was the best defense. Broncos okay. won by 14. Uh, yeah. like it's So, the last five Super Bowls higher. It's, you know... You don't get to be forty and twelve and forty and thirteen by just being old 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> like it. Uh, well, well, it's, well,
0: it's, it's not. Look, it, I it clearly your your statistics bear that out, and uh, I'm an old school guy that believes in defense and running games. So it's not that I am having a hard time uh, agreeing with you. I'm trying to play devil's advocate for Kansas City because. I
1: think there's you know, there's this is a pick 'em for a reason. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> their 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 offense is is unstoppable. Yeah, that's that's the that's that's the reason. All right, uh, Lou, so let, let's get in uh let's get into the UFC. Um you know, this this card they just they every week they freaking come these cards and they seem to get worse every week. Like that Connor card was pathetic. Let's just call it out for what it is. I don't know if you want money on it. So, like, from a betting perspective, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, but from a casual standpoint, from a casual fan standpoint, people aren't going to get excited about Alex Perez and Jordan Espinosa and these fights. Like, man, the UFC, I, you know, they, they make more money than they ever do, so we can't say, "Oh, they're in trouble or anything because they're not in trouble. But, man, like, it's, it's as watered down as, uh, as a tab soda uh, right now. But we've got a couple of fun fights at the top here. You know, Junior Dos Santos should have retired years ago, but here he is fighting against Curtis Blades uh, this week. Lou, what's your take on this card? Curtis Blades and Junior Dos Santos.
0: You know, Gabe, you and I make great radio when we bang heads, but there ain't no way we can bang heads on this one because I do believe that that UFC 246 card was really, really thin, and talent, marquee matchups and name recognition. And then we go into this card and it's worse. You you know, you're two or three fights deep in this card. Now, a guy like me has to watch them all, I handicap them all, because that's what I do. Uh, But there's some obscure fighters and some really thin talent here. To answer your question, I also agree that Dos Santos, this is, 2020 will not be a good year professionally, for junior dos santos because it's going to start out on the wrong foot with this younger bigger stronger wrestling based blades that's going to eventually take him to the cage take him to the floor and then drop elbows supreme on him uh blades will finish dos santos sometime before five rounds and think of this
1: cab junior dos santos great fighter Like, really, really fun. Like, you know, when when I look back on some of the great heavyweights, I actually think of him so entertaining. You know, the boxing skills that he had, the footwork. And, you know, the guy was in some great fights. But this guy was in, like, a a trilogy of a freaking war with Cain Velasquez. Was never the same after. And even Cain Velasquez is, like, fake wrestling right now. Like the guy that beat you, Junior knows that he's done. <laughs> but you got killed, and you're still going, bro. Like, you, 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 like really? That's when, you, if you're fighting, you got to think about your peers. And is it that am I much better than them, or am I just dumber than them? And am I so why am I still doing this? Uh, but we'll continue this on the other side.
2: Be the next Daily Fantasy Legend. Go for the green with DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. For a limited time, get free access to DailyRoto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projections powered by Data Golf, PGA betting tools, and, of course, the DailyRoto.com Fantasy Golf Optimizer. Don't lay up. you got to go for the green with DailyRoto. Head to DailyRoto.com and enter the promo code GREEN to access a free seven-day golf membership. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code GREEN for the free trial. DailyRoto.com where millionaires are made. Now back to host Gabe Morenzi with our guest,
1: Gamble. Let's see, uh, Patriots defensive back, uh, Jawan Williams, has been arrested. Um, well, that's two weeks to arrest. Last week, it was uh, Edelman jumping on the hood of a car. Uh, last year, yep. it was their owner getting a handjob. Now it's a uh, drug bus, uh, got Patrick off. Chung. He got off. Of, oh, of the, course, uh, I don't worry. Truck. You're a Patriot. You have immunity. Okay. If you're like, if you're a New England Patriot, it's like being a Saudi diplomat. Like, you could kill a hooker and get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're on the pay. I'm a Patriots. Flash. You pay, I play for the yeah, Patriots. Not, Patriots. Nothing's going to happen anyway, not. sir. Yeah, I'm on the Patriots. You can't arrest me. Um, <laughs> uh, we got Lou uh, with us uh, right now. <laughs> uh, Gamblu. So, uh, mm-hmm. Lou, you think uh, Blades uh, rolls those santos? I always think that these old guys got a puncher's chance, and you know what's crazy? Junior Dos Santos is only 35 years old. He's not like that old, but, man, in, in fighter years, like, he's way older than that. Yeah. Guy's been fighting since 2006, so that's nearly 15 years. Let's say 15 years because he trained before, etc. cetera. Let's say 15 years as being loose of this. That's hard to do, guys like to, to do something like when from your like you know a teenager all the way to 35 and never stop it's hard i'm surprised he hasn't gotten burnt out actually but just like the amount of fights and stuff like you remember cam my boy Heath Herring like he told yep. me he started fighting when he was like 15 16 in Barnes in Texas he goes i was fighting like grown men when i was like 16 and stuff and cuz when he retired he was kind of young he was only 28 and yeah. I said, you know, I said, man, you're only 28. And he goes, yeah, but he goes, I'm not dumb. He goes, you can't do this forever. He goes, I'm not going to end up like some of those other guys. And it was after that Brock Lesnar fight, right, that he looked at things yeah. differently. And he said, ah, I've got nothing to prove. I've done it. I'm done. Junior Dos Santos just can't let go. I guess he didn't make enough money or just, you know, it's the fighters, man. It's in them. I, I get it. I'm not criticizing him for it. But he talks slower and stuff. Like, he's not the same guy. Like, some guys get beat up, and they're fine, Lou. You know what I mean? Like, you see some fighters, and they're still Mm -hmm. lucid, and it's all right. Yeah, we lost some fights, but certain guys aren't the same. Like, Chuck Lydell, that fight against Rich Franklin, like, the last couple of fights messed him up. You know who I would worry about next is Cowboy Cerrone, actually. Cowboy's been murdered three times in a row. You can't, like, take those shots to the head, like, consistently like that. It, it, it has a long-term effect. We've seen it with some of these guys. My boy, Gray Maynard. Gray's not quite as crisp as he was when I first met him after fighting in the UFC for 12, 13 years. Cam, you fight a cage for 10
2: years, buddy. It's going to take a oh, toll, yeah. bro. <laughs> like. Damn right it will. That's a crazy way to live. Like, you're, you're taking, yeah, first of all, the cage is the fear, fear, the fear factor of being locked in an octagon and t- taking punches to the face and the body not even to mention the leg kicks over time. Like, these guys are true warriors, and yeah, no, I, I totally understand it, but Gabe, you said it. A lot of these guys, they hang on. They don't know any other life but fighting. They should probably get out of the game, but they don't. All right, Lou,
1: what do you make of uh, the Kiesa uh, and uh, Rafael Dos Anjos uh, fight? Even though Dos Anjos is a little older, too, this is still yeah. kind of more even, isn't it? And I like Kiesa. He's a great guy. I like him a lot personally and stuff, but... Every one of his fights is always tight and close. Like, he never really just destroys anybody. What do you make of this fight?
0: Well, uh, right. I I just want to say as far as Blades Dos Santos, how much respect I have for what Dos Santos has been able to do. But, uh, you know, he – big heavyweights – that get old, they always have their experience, they always have their power, and they always have, you know, the remembrance of what it was, but they don't have anything else. So that's what we're going to see. Kiesa Dos Años, I happen to think this one's a wider gap than the fight we just talked about, Gabriel. Kiesa um, is a submission specialist, and in, in 32 professional fights, Dos Años has never been submitted. Kiesa, uh, though he is taller, longer, ganglier, uh, is taking the fight up to 170, which is, seems to be a good weight for him. They're younger. both lefties. Which it makes the he's he's three years younger. Uh, so the awkward size of Kiesa, but with only one way to fight against a Dos Anos, that I s- still think has some uh, merit in the 170 welterweight division. I think this is a little bit one sided fight, and I think Dos Años eventually one way or another, decision, finish, whatever, Dos Años will win this fight. I, I don't I don't feel very highly a Chiesa as a uh, top ten welterweight in the UFC.
1: All you gotta do guys oh, to know? judge whether like the card how the quality of card. Whether there's um, over, under, and total rounds released yet for it, Cam. <laughs> like, yep, if it's uh, Wednesday and there's no totals, it's like the book is like, yeah, yeah, whatever, we'll get to it. You know what I mean? It's an <laughs> annoying card for us. You know, we're going to put it up, don't worry. Lou, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no total for that yet, but I got. I hear what you're saying. Because say, it's a great point. You know what I mean? Like, Chiesa wants to do what Los Angeles is way better at than him. Um but without being stated, I don't think Los Angeles stopped him either. I I, I like the over of that fight. I imagine, though, it'll be pretty high. I think it'll be like 2.5, like minus 250 or something, Lou. To me, that's got decision written all over it.
0: I, I, I could not agree more with that. I, I just could not agree more. we got to find something to freaking disagree about, But that's, that's exactly <laughs> That's exactly how I read that fight. I, I, it, that could be a real uh, boring uh, boring fight. And exactly. And then you look, below it, you look below it and you just see a bunch of really, wow, you, you see some really interesting. Well, what fight. about Arnold Allen? So just this off the top of my head, I'm not going to look, but Arnold Allen,
1: which one is he? Is he the British kid? There's the. Uh, is he the British yes. one? Arnold Allen? Yeah, he is, right? And kind of yeah, hyped finish. up, right? So, he gets Nick Nick Lentz here. So, um, what do you make of this kid? Should he be a 300 favorite uh, against uh, Nick Lentz coming to the States?
0: No, I think I, yeah, that's a very good point. I think the price is too high. However, there's a, the only way I bet this is, Alan, because he's gonna win this fight. Lentz, the the thing that scares me about Lentz is he's preparing for a fight at 155, guys, and then this fight comes up short notice because Allen's a previous opponent leaves, and uh, not only does Lentz take the fight, but he agrees to 145 on short notice when he was preparing for a 155. So I gotta watch the weigh-ins to see how Lentz looks, but I think he's gonna be compromised here I I
1: think Allen is in a position to shine. I'll tell you what, though. Allen, guys, has been in six UFC fights, six decisions. He's won every one of them. He's won every one of them, so it's pretty impressive, actually. The kid, and, you know, I give him credit. All right, Gil Melendez, older fighter, but if you can beat Gil Melendez, you can beat Nick Lance. I get it. Yet, here's another potential over, guys. Um... Uh, this kid hasn't stopped one fight yet in the UFC. Six fights, six decisions uh, for, uh, for him. Um, all right, uh, Lou, so what else is on this card? you got Angela Hill and uh, Hannah Cyphers, who I know nothing about. I won't lie about uh, that. Well, anything else uh, catch your eye on this card?
0: Cyphers is this little girl who's undersized, uh, uh, socially awkward, Almost uninterviewable, and she, but she's country strong. I, no doubt, this girl could lift up a tractor and move it across the back forty. Uh, that said, she, she's very raw, and Angela Hill uh, has movement precision. And even though she's kind of a gatekeeper, uh, her movement's going to cause Ciphers tremendous problems. Uh, Hill opens minus 205. She's she's lower than that now. And there's value on Hill. As far as an underdog is concerned, I'm gonna go to another fight. McMahon and Landsberg, uh, McMahon, uh, the Grappler, uh, 39 years old and a heavy chalk, and by heavy, I mean a, a, a weighty chalk. I, I, I don't know really how much she has left. She, that's a train that's going downhill. Landsberg, meanwhile, has been underrated and underdog against Chaisson and Evinger and beaten them both impressively. Landsberg stock's moving up. Uh, these are two trains passing in the night. I'm going to take Landsberg plus the money as the dog on this card that I think merits uh, some consideration.
1: Interesting. I like that. Normally, Lude stays away from these uh, women fights. It's a good point. One thing with Lena Landsberg, I remember her. She's fought some tough fighters. Like, she's been thrown in there, man, against the best. Like, I remember she uh, she fought Cyborg. And you know what? At the time, she actually got into the second round and halfway through the second round. So that's seven and a half minutes, and that was her UFC debut. That was pretty impressive. I remember that fight. Uh, she got Aspen Ladd, who who is another really you know hyped up up and coming star. Uh, they gave her to Yana Kutse, uh, Kaya. Uh They've given her like big name women, and very impressive. Like she's gotten better. She's fought and through it because you know Lou. I know. I know Tanya Avenger. Tanya Averge is a tough woman, man. Like, I yeah, wouldn't absolutely. want to get in a fight with Tanya Avenger. She she kicked the crap out of me. <laughs> me too. Yeah, Cam's a big dude, but Cam, all due respect, my money's on Tanya.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. That's the thing about these guys. You think you are you could take these? They're, these women are profi- professional fighters. Some guys, they go, oh, ha, oh, ha, yeah. The next thing you know, you're on the ground, you're in a pretzel, and she's beating the living piss out of you. So, no, I, these, these women fighters are professional fighters for a reason. They could beat up dudes. I get it. Mm-hmm.
1: Lou, gamblu. Uh, dot com. So, Ooh. Lou, it's good to have you back. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Uh, have a great week. Thanks for your time, Lou. Have I
0: like a good one, Lou. Guys, good luck to everybody.
1: Lou, Ooh.
2: you're right, Gabe. That card's pretty la- lacking. Oh yeah, lacking. That's an
1: understatement. All right, let's roll. Get on the grits. Yeah, we grab Xavier. We grab Xavier minus the four. That game started at uh, 6.30. I've got some, uh, I got I got a few props tonight. I'm in a prop type of mood uh, tonight. Put together a money line parlay that usually never wins, uh, but uh, tonight will be different. <laughs> What's going on in the NHL uh, tonight, Cam? What are you looking at? There's only a couple of games. Last night before the All-Star break, right?
2: Yeah, it's tough too. Look at the game. The games are horrible. Winnipeg let us down last night. Uh, they're playing Columbus. You don't want to lay two dollars with Columbus. And then you have uh, Detroit, Minnesota. Basically, what I'm going to do tonight, Gabe, I'm going to go see the local butcher. And uh, hey, what's up, Jerry? Um, yep, salami log over eleven and a half. Give me a piece of salami. That's what I'm doing tonight. Well, your butcher. Your parl- butcher's
1: name is Jerry.
2: Yeah, no, I just made it up. I I usually just go to the store and do. That. I, I do. I get my own cured meats, or I win them at Stags. <laughs> last time I won that prosciutto long, in that contest. Oh, how think that, long did that lasted last? A while. Year, That
1: big piece of oh, meat. I
2: gave some. I gave some away, but it lasted uh, like it should have Probably lasted a year. It lasted a few months. I eat a lot. Yeah, of didn't uh, you start meat, trading I, meat with someone or something? Didn't you trade yes, some I did, yeah. or
1: like uh, what did you do? Yeah, yeah you did. Huh?
2: Yeah, I traded. Uh, the guy wanted some meats, and uh, I he gave me a bottle of wine for some meats. Uh, yeah, I basically did the old barter system. I went around, and people like prosciutto, so yeah, I traded him for uh, different alcohols and uh, other foods. I like to barter, Gabe. So we went to a... Uh...
1: I don't know, was it, a, it wasn't a bachelor party, was it? Because it wasn't too uh, wild.
2: I would not really, yeah, it yeah, uh, wasn't really women. Yeah, it was, I would say a stag, kind of, without... Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it was, yeah. Whatever you know it was, what, it was a bachelor reason. party for a guy that's, like, very scared of the woman he's marrying. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was very on the up and up. People were getting drunk and stuff, but it was in this, like, ballroom, but... They had this yeah. contest. It was a big, big, like, ham, man, but it was prosciutto, so it was good meat. They were, they were Italian, so it was good meat there. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, it was freaking big. It was like, I'm telling you, like, I don't know, like, it was like, you got to, it was a big, was big piece of meat, man. And there were, like, a lot of strong dudes there, like, you know, ripped, uh, you know, dudes trying to pick up chicks, and there were, like, firemen there, either. They were like, yeah, yeah they're firemen in Woodbridge. <laughs> so basically you had to hold the meat like anyway you know you can hold it like any way you want like we have to hold it without putting it down who could do it the longest <laughs> dudes are like big dudes are going up and after like 30 seconds they're like screw this man This is heavy like people are topping out left and right few good dudes are gone and then cam comes and just holds the meat out like this <laughs> like, and you wanted that meat that was like desire cam Like when you saw that meat, you must have been that that piece of meat is mine. And so Cam like won it. And everyone was like, wow, Cam won the meat. And uh, it was the feats of strength. Cam uh, Cam won. But I remember being with Cam after and we're all wasted and it wasn't too easy carrying home after, was it, Cam? No,
2: it wasn't. My <laughs> Cam was was like, oh,
1: Cam's got right this me. big oh. piece of, he's standing there trying to get, I remember getting in the Uber, I'm all wasted. See oh. a Cam, and you're getting in the thing with this big thing, like you're putting it in the trunk. <laughs> that was I'll a big
2: slap. Up my, oh, it was huge, and it was frozen, too. Like, that thing, I kept my arm out there. All I kept on saying was, "I want that meat more than these guys." And you're right, I did. That's the only reason I won. <laughs> Those guys were stronger than me. That was strictly Will. I won that contest on Will alone. But yeah, it was fun. That uh, big chunk of meat, Gabe. Good, good, good story.
1: All right. Uh, so, uh yeah, Cam wanted it more. If anyone tells you he you wanted more, yeah, he did. I got some props wanted here. It. You know, I'll, here are my I'm getting into my picks. What I've been looking at here. Can't bet on everything. Uh, But I like the Orlando magic tonight. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder have been really hot. They got it done for us the other night on MLK Day. They came back against uh, Houston. They ended up winning the game outright. But they're not going to win every day. And people don't look at Orlando. Orlando is a good team. Like, they're they're not easy to play Orlando. Like, when Orlando are on their game, they're freaking tough. Like, when Terrence Ross is hitting threes, you got Gordon Duncan on you. Vucevic is a real load to deal with inside. Uh, Evan Fournier is very steady at the point guard position. They're a tough team. They're well coached. Um, you know, they're, they're not perfect. They lack a little bit of talent. But they're at home here tonight. And I tell you, it was minus 120. The, uh, the money's coming on the magic uh, here. That's the smart side of this game, Cam. It was one. Now it's two and a half. It was 120. Now it's 144. But I like the Orlando magic tonight, Cam.
2: Yeah, I'd lean to the Magic as well in this spot. They, it's true. They're kind of like Columbus in hockey. They don't get the respect they deserve. OKC had a nice little run, but I think uh, in the second half, these guys are going to be tailing, uh, go, going into more of a tailspin. We'll see what happens. I'm looking for something else tonight. It's a tough board, Gabe. I don't know. I'll, I'll probably take Chicago, maybe over Minnesota. I Other than that, like I, I know that game's a dog's breakfast too, but I'm just looking at low totals. Yeah, the Magic fits the card. What do you think of the Raptors and uh, 76ers first uh, game off the board, seven o'clock? I don't want to lay
1: six and a half. It keeps climbing. It was five yeah. last night. It's up to six and a half right now. You know, it's like big man yesterday. There's always negativity around the Sixers, but they're actually 29 and 16. They're not terrible. But yeah. like, you know, the the, the people are like, they're night. almost like the Yeah, they're almost Maybe like the Cowboys, positive. though, the Sixers. All their negativity, yeah. it's the Philly fans. Like, they bring it on them. Like, the team is doing well. People need to shut up. You know what I mean? Like, all right, yeah. Ben Simmons doesn't shoot threes. We get it. It is what it is. We're 29 and 16. Everyone's hurt. We're cruising along here. It is what it is. But, but there's, like, an un, people, their expectations are whacked. Right? Uh, but anyways. So, and we know, you and I both also know, Philadelphia and Toronto is a big-time rivalry. Like, the Sixers hate the Raptors. And they're tired of losing to them. They usually play well against the Raptors. I got the Raptors in a money line parlay. I'm going with the, uh, the Raptors, the Lakers, and the Utah Jazz in a money line parlay tonight. But speaking of the Lakers, the Lakers are in town here. Uh, they're playing against the Knicks at the Garden. They're laying 11 and a half. It's a lot of points, but I don't see the Knicks covering this number, Cam. I think the Lakers tattoo them.
2: Especially coming off that loss to Boston, they're going to be in a pretty pissed off uh, mood, I would think, in that game. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, the Knicks played better, but that was against Cleveland. So, yeah, if the Lakers decide to oh, turn up it It's up to on, twelve and a half. Uh, definitely. Yeah, it's up to 12 and a half. I hate to say it, two-game. I believe the Raptors win, but Philly covers, too. It's a big window there. They always play the very, very tight games. Interesting line, Indiana and Phoenix. Yeah, these games are tough tonight, man. Houston, nine and a half against Denver. Denver's got injuries. I don't know, man. It's usually a couple games come to me, come to me, but... Uh, this Clippers line is interesting. It opened up at three and a half, and it steamed to five against the Hawks. I'm, I was actually surprised it opened up so low.
1: All right, well, let's get into the alerts, because... Uh,
2: yeah, Beverly's out.
1: Let's get... let's get, Yeah, that's a problem, man. Uh, Paul George was out last night, so... Man, we got a lot of alerts here, so let's jump in. Daily Roto alert. Bruce Brown and Tim Fraser are out. Wes Owundu starts for Kem Birch. Uh, here this evening. Daily Road don't play around. They let you know about everybody. Steven Adams, game time decisions. Nerlens Noel is good to go. Cam Johnson, doubtful. Dennis Smith Jr. available. Uh, Dwayne Dedman will start uh, tonight. I actually like the Pacers tonight, actually. I like the NBA card. A couple of games. Trey Young, out. Trey Young, out. Will not play versus the Clippers. Justice Winslow, out for the Miami Heat. Uh, Jeff Teague will be starting uh, tonight for the Atlanta Hawks. So, uh, Trey Young out. That's big uh, right there. Who else is out? Steven Adams is officially out uh, right now. That that helps Oklahoma City. Patrick Beverly officially out uh, right now. He will not be playing for the Clippers uh, tonight. Michael Porter Jr. is now questionable uh, this evening. So, that's all the NBA injury updates that we have for you right now. So yeah, am looking at the NBA uh, card Andre here tonight. Andre Drummond's
2: out. Andre Drummond is out too. That's huge.
1: Man, the NBA is really every night. It's like uh, it's like Russian roulette with this That's, stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to put the Raptors two? in a money line parlay. I like Van Fleet Cam over one and a half three point shots made tonight.
2: I like that But it's that minus two
1: hundred. But it's yeah, minus yeah. two hundred. He usually hits like I'm go- five.
2: Oh, I got I go I got I'm going Norm Powell over 13 and a half this, have you seen this guy recently like 13 and a half 27 the last time when he okay let's take a look at Norm Powell Norm Powell has not had no, under Powell, Powell is a
1: scoring machine now
2: yeah I'm I like Norm Powell that's my prop 13 and a half uh, I, I if I'm a sucker I'm a sucker I would have made that line at 16 and a half so I'm taking <laughs> storm and Norman at 13 and a half this guy's been great man like he has been awesome Norm
1: Powell. So our account went down to ninety three dollars. What is it at now?
2: Like 110, 120? 100 At least it was positive, yeah, right? Yeah, We're gonna yeah, see. If... Yeah. yeah, you so got a hundred change. Keep in chipping there. away. Sorry, I'm in. I'm in mine. Hold on. Uh, log out. I will log you in. I just uh, I just cleaned out my account. I just put in some golf bets, so it's all you now. I got to go back to the drugstore and get more. Let's see here. You have 104 104- <laughs> <walk 85>. shape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there. They don't even. Uh, Shane's not there. These. Oh, I, I'm so pissed at the night people. They, it never works. Like I walk in, I do it between shows, Gabe, and they're like, "I pay them the money, and then they don't give me the thing, and then they give me a refund." I'm like, "What? What's the point of having InstaPay if you don't give it to me?" Not only is uh, Shane shaking you down, they, it just doesn't work. I don't understand what the hell the like this company is doing. Like people are using it. What? Yeah, kids are playing games on it and stuff. Anyway, I think it's ridiculous. They make it very difficult for something very easy. Dumb.
1: Um, one, two, three. All right. I'll fire off these. I got a couple of props. Sorry to be a pain in the ass, but, uh, it's not too many. And that, that sent. Right, hey, did you send in a Super Bowl pick? And a win out right there. Ask me a Super Bowl pick. Yeah, San yeah. Francisco. Like, yeah. it
2: never ends, I man. put San, For- I put San like, Francisco... The game's in a week and a half, bro. I know.
1: Like, it's... Like... <laughs>
2: Here's Norm Powell, Gabe. Here's last five. Ready? 27, 20, 28, 23, 20. He's 13 and a half. Okay. I think I'll take my chances.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll jump jump in on that. I agree with you. I I, I like it. Listen, DeMar DeRozan was smoking. It was 13 games in a row. It's been too straight that he's gone under. I can't do it tonight. We'll get into that uh, that Pelican game. That game's on TV after the, the Raptor game. The Raptor's are on national television tonight, actually.
4: Okay.
1: Um, here, Will. we we'll have to get some props in here. Hey, Will, do they have the three-point prop uh, here? They don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. All right, what are your bets tonight? What are you looking at here tonight, Cam?
2: I'm taking the hockey uh, Grand Salami uh, over, 11 and a half. Um, I'm trying to do something. I'm probably going to take the Minnesota Wild uh, in a parlay I got to find a dance partner in the NBA I don't want to take them with Columbus because um, you know maybe Winnipeg shows up after a bad back-to-back I don't like going against teams that got slaughtered uh, the night before in NBA basketball um, the Bulls they've been actually good to me when I bet them I'm going to take them against the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight minus one 120 on the money line and I'm going to go Norm Powell over 13 and points uh, for my prop, Gabe. And then we'll do some college too. I was actually looking at Georgia Tech getting 14 against Louisville. There's a couple others uh, that might make the card. And I got some golf picks to getting on some the some value for.
1: Getting some value, Cam. Um, Norman Powell here is
2: 14.5. Yeah, on Mr. Green, he's 13.5, I think.
1: 13.5. All right, so they and have alternative block. threes? What about regular threes? Alternative threes. Alternatively, God. Yeah, he's 13. And a half. All right, on the other side. On the other side, we'll get into our uh, we'll get into our picks. I got some NBA props for you guys right uh, here this evening. Me and Cam will be back at eight o'clock with Wetzel. We'll jump into the uh, the Pelicans game, all the uh, in-game college basketball. We've got Michigan going off the board at seven right now. We want to put together maybe a little college parlay here. Get on the grid. Interesting analysis there. A little golf talk. We'll have more golf yep. talk on in-game live uh, this evening. I just sent Will to the window with a little money line parlay. Michigan, Michigan Wolverines, 15 and one on the, against uh, Penn State in the last 16 uh, trips to Ann Arbor. Uh, Michigan and Auburn money line parlay. All right, let me rattle off these picks. I look forward to Cam's golf picks uh, tonight. Actually, um, yep. so. Uh, Cam, we're looking at uh, the Orlando Magic uh, tonight on the money line. Give me a money line parlay: Lakers, Raptors, and the Utah Jazz. Lakers over to Knicks, Raptors over to Sixers, Jazz over to Golden State Warriors. Uh, tonight's props is where I'm jumping in here: Al Horford over 12 and a half points tonight. No NB, Al Horford for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Um, it's, it's too low, uh, 12 and a half. We're very manageable. Norman Powell, as Cam alluded to. Norman Powell's like a budding star right now. They got Siakam now. Powell is starting to light it up, and uh, Powell is uh, showing how good he can be. Fred Van Fleet, got to lay a little juice here. Over one and a half, three-point shots, minus 200. Uh, Bam, uh, Adebayo, bam, over 10 and a half uh, rebounds uh, tonight. Donovan Mitchell might be the best player prop tonight, actually. Donovan Mitchell, Against the Golden State Warriors. He should go off for 25, 27, 30. It's only 22 and a half. We'll have more picks for you on in-game live at 8 o'clock. I'll also go with a Michigan-Auburn Moneyline Parlay. So that's the Orlando Magic to beat Oklahoma City. Lakers, Raptors, Utah Jazz, Moneyline Parlay. Al Horford, over 12 and a half points. Uh, Norman Powell, over 13 and a half points. Fred Van Fleet, over one and a half. Three-point shots made. Bam, Adebayo. Uh, over 10.5 rebounds. Donovan Mitchell over 22.5 points. Michigan, Wolverines, Auburn Tigers, Moneyline Parlay, College Basketball. Cam, what do you got?
2: Yeah, I'm going to take the Grand Salami. He's going to see the Butcher over 11.5 hockey. I'm also going to take Minnesota, the Wild Regulation, and minus 1.5 on the puck line. So far with golf, I don't usually do this game, but the way Tiger Woods played at 11 to 1, and Torrey Pines, of course, that he knows, I am going to bet Tiger Woods at 11 to 1. Colin Marikawa went to the University of Cal, 33 to 1. I like what those guys said about Shapley. I can't bet everybody, though. Value pick Mark Leishman at 50. And Pat Perez always plays well in California. My bomb, 125 to 1. I'll give you a Dubai pick. Two AT off at 10 o'clock tonight. All right, yeah, we'll be back
1: in an hour or more picks in, guys. So we just flooded uh, flooded the market with a bunch of picks.
0: Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at
4: 844-843-6879.